Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur? You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran. Hi, and welcome to Entrepreneur Effect. This is Dush Ramachandran. My guest today is Jack McGinnis, who is the co-founder of Relationship Impact, which is a consulting firm focused on working with CEOs to unlock the potential of their leadership teams. And Jack also serves as a senior professional instructor at Johns Hopkins Carey School of Business, where he teaches courses on strategic management and human capital, and he's also written for multiple magazines and so on. Um, Before I welcome Jack, I just have one quick thing for our listeners here. Now, we've been doing more than 100 episodes. I think we're about 100 and something episodes. And we've had the good fortune of being able to interview some amazing people like Jack. Um, But one thing that I would love to know from you, our listener, is what other topics would you like to hear about? Are there any particular personalities that you would like us to interview? Um, If you can do me a favor, just go to entrepreneureffect.com 
radio.com and just put in either the name of someone that you would like to have us interview or a topic that you would like us to cover and we'll do that in a future episode. Okay, all right, wonderful. So let's get started. Welcome, Jack. Thank you for taking the time to stop by. Thank you so much for having me, Dash. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure. So um, now you have done a lot of work in the area of building uh, leadership teams and you advise and consult with uh, CEOs of very large companies on how to build um, really great leadership teams. Um, so tell us, I mean, first of all, what are some of the key characteristics that distinguish a good leadership team? So that we, we think there's a few things that really distinguish the great leadership teams that we worked with. Um, the, the first is obviously a, a laser focus on the business results that the leadership team is um, comprised to uh, execute on. So a laser focus on results for absolutely number one. Um, number two is, is um, the, the team's ability to learn and um, grow and, uh, and be um, open to dealing with more complex challenges over time that they face. So as they continue to face the complexities of the environment that they're working in, their ability to learn from each other and learn from the environments that they're working in um, grows and their capacity grows to be able to do that. The, the, third, the third thing is, is a, an, ability, an ability to be resilient or, or to, you know, to, to lift themselves back up when inevitable challenges, pitfalls happen or failures happen. Um, and then, you know, the, and then there's the, this intangible characteristic that we see is that it, it's, we, we call it a, a force multiplier effect or, or when sort of there's real strong synergy among the teammates and, and they, they have each other's backs and there's, there's a sense of we're better together than we are as individuals. Um, that's more, you know, that's more of an intangible kind of feel uh, characteristic. But the first three are really, you know, really, really important from our perspective and in, in terms of uh, building a great team and, and, and what's it's what a good team looks like from our perspective. Sure. And um, as I'm sure you've found, um, there are some CEOs that have uh, the good fortune or the opportunity to pick their own teams. They, yeah. you know, they, 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 they put their team together based on people they've worked with in the past, the people they trust, uh, people that they know are competent and can do a great job. And so the team comes together in a very cohesive way. But not everybody has that opportunity. Uh, sometimes CEOs uh, are parachuted into a company, uh, either as part of a turnaround or as part of an acquisition uh, or a merger or something like that. And they have to work with a team that's already in place. Obviously, it's hugely disruptive once you get into a company as a CEO to just go around firing everyone and hiring a brand new team because exactly. you know that team takes a lot of time to uh, get get you know embedded together and get start to focus and congeal as a team and then start to work uh, to move forward. Right. Um, so what? 
what um, what suggestions can you give to a CEO who has not had the opportunity to build his own team or or pick handpick his team members, but rather is has inherited a team that he needs to work with, and you know the 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 circumstances are such that he doesn't have the opportunity to replace the team. They're all good people. He just doesn't know them. They may not be working all that well together. What can he do to he or she do to bring that team together and make that a winning team? So the first thing I would suggest is to as advice to the CEO is don't assume that how you built a previous team is going to work in the new environment. Um, and that that's one of the pitfalls we see of uh, many of the CEOs that um, sort of follow the script that you just laid out. Um, it, it's, yeah, you, you, every team is different. Um, every organization is different. The environments that, that are, are challenging the organization are different. And so therefore the, um, the opportunity to build a team that is able to confront and deal with those challenges well is likely to be different as well. So the first thing is I would don't assume that the way you operated a team in the past is is going to uh, going to lead to the same type of results. That's number one. The sec the second thing I would offer is that um, I th I think it's very important rather than to uh, do what is very natural for most business people to um, uh, the first step for most business people is to attack the structural um, and what we call the structural or the um, you know the infrastructure challenges around how the team operates so you mentioned you know if if someone is so a, a couple folks aren't aren't uh, working well together, firing one of them, right? It's an easy solution, uh, somewhat easy solution. It's a, it's a, it's an easy thing to say, okay, well, if this isn't working, I'll fire one of them, right? Um, number two, um, you know, at, at, attack it by restructuring the team in some way, you know, changing reporting relationships or, ch you know, not, I'm not suggesting that there's the structural ideas are bad ones all the time but they often leave out the fact that there's a whole relational side of a team's dynamics that come into play. And so what we often see is a structural solution being put in place without a lot of thought given to the relational dynamics and the relational challenges that the team um, has or has the potential to have. Um, and, and, these same dynamics are recreated even though new structural solutions are put in place. Sure. So, so basically, you might think that you have a solution by trying to attack the, the structure. Uh, when, when you change the structure, you change the reporting relationships, you change the dynamics, you, uh, you fire one of the people or more of the people, whatever. Uh, but you find the problem hasn't gone away. I mean, the problem still persists. Exactly. And, and, and so that you suggest is because you've not addressed the root of the problem. 
Um, and often the root of the problem, you know, I, I, you know, often people, often people ask us, what's, what's the number one thing you see getting in the ways of leadership teams working well. And the, the, the number one thing is, is, is what we call productive dialogue or, or the ability of teams to um, challenge, debate, confront each other well in, in, in a manner that pr- moves important issues forward and leaves minimal relational scars, right? And so, so if, if, you, if you just, you know, to repeat, if you, if you uh, attack a challenge of the team's not working well with a structural change, that is not necessarily attacking the root of the problem that may be, not always, but may be a relational issue that's getting in the way of people being able to confront each other well. And there's lots of reasons why people don't confront each other well. Um, but that, the, 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 the symbiotic relationship between a, a team's structural dynamics and its relational dynamics um, are, are sort of, you know, just, they're just inextricably linked. So addressing one without the others really, really, uh, we see can cause some serious problems. Okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. Okay, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Jack McGinnis. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of the Entrepreneur Effect when we return. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Jack McGinnis, who is the co-founder of Relationship Impact, a consulting firm that's focused on working with CEOs to unlock the potential 
of their leadership teams. And Jack also has, uh, he's, he's uh, uh, senior professional instructor at the Johns Hopkins Carey School of Business, where he teaches courses on strategic management, human capital, and so on. And he's written for a number of magazines. Um, so Jack, you know, before the break, we were talking about um, what makes a team a winning team and how you can have a great leadership team. Now, one of the points that you mentioned, um, which I thought was very significant, was this notion of uh, team members being able to confront each other uh, in a way that doesn't break the team, that doesn't break the team dynamic. Um, now, often, you know, we're led to believe that the best teams are ones where there is no confrontation at all, where everybody gets along really great. They're all best buddies, uh, you know, and they all go out and have a drink uh, at the end of the working day and they come in in the morning and they're smiling at each other and everybody's having a wonderful time. They're all the best of friends. But we know from reality that that rarely ever happens. Um, you know, there are personalities. Personalities sometimes don't get along with one another. So what are some ways in which, and you, you might even have people that hold different views on how a particular issue should be handled within the company. Um, they might have different views on uh, the best way to move forward, uh, how best to grow the company, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So in those types of situations where people are, uh, sort of bound to disagree with one another, how can we make sure, what, what, what ways would you suggest where confrontation can be healthy and how do you keep that confrontation from breaking the team dynamic? So uh, ultimately, ultimately, where you want to get to is where, you, where people on a team uh, see disagreement in a different in a different shape, right? That the paradigm of disagreement becomes disagreement is a is a bad thing. To disagreement can be uh, very productive and help our team um, be more innovative, push issues forward in a more um, efficient fashion, uh, whatever they might be. So, so changing that paradigm of disagreement as a bad thing to disagreement as a productive thing is important. So, how do you do that? Um, from from our perspective, it really does that this the whole relational dynamics a lot depends on the CEOs or the formal team leaders, um, the way they model how they uh, deal with confrontation and disagreement. So, um, we spend in in our engagements we spend a considerable amount of time up front with the ceo on a couple of basic blocking and tackling things number one is to help a ceo um, prepare to receive feedback that he or she may not have heard before that uh, may not appreciate may not like right and because getting feedback when teammates team members see a CEO or the formal leader receiving feedback with an open mind, with curiosity, with, with a, a lack, you know, lack of defensiveness, it, it, it opens up a little bit of a different dynamic for the team to, um, to say, wow, what's that all about? 
right? And what, where, where is he or she coming from, right? And so, so feedback, building, getting the, the leader to model feedback, both giving feedback in a constructive way, but also most, most importantly, getting feedback from the team, uh, from their, from their team in a, um, in a productive way is really important. And, and so that's one element of it. And so how do you, how do you tap into the, the collective wisdom and strengths of each individual team member. It's really important to, and this is an overused term that takes a long time to uh, build and an even longer time to, to repair, is building a sense of trust among the teammates is really important. And, and trust um, has a number of facets to it as, you know, a belief that people are competent, a belief that people's intentions are good, um, a belief that, um, you know, they're not going to be judged. There's some psychological safety around that. And so, so taking some time to build uh, trust and creating an environment where folks can be vulnerable with each other is, uh, I know it sounds like the soft stuff and sounds touchy feely, but I'm telling you, if you're really trying to build a team that can confront each other well and can view disagreement productively, uh, building trust is huge. Absolutely. That, that makes sense. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, startup teams. Sure. Now, um, many of our listeners are business owners, they are primarily in smaller startup companies and, uh, you know, they don't, they don't necessarily have the same challenges that might face a uh, Fortune 500 CEO. Mm-hmm. However, their challenges are every bit as real to them as a public company CEO might face. So one of the big challenges within the startup um, community is you're building a team as you go along. So you might, you might start with the two founders or the founder and the co-founder, and then you might add key members of the team as you go along. What are some of the ways in which startup founders can build a team in the right way from the beginning, making sure that everybody that you hire has you know, kind of a, a culture fit has the the right views has the has the same sort of um, aspirations as the rest of the team, so that there's no you know need for conflict resolution at a later point because there isn't that much of conflict. There may be some minor disagreements, but nothing in the way of serious conflict. So. How do startup, I mean, what would you suggest is the best way for startup uh, CEOs to build their teams in such a way that they can be a winning team right out of the gate? And, and I, so I'm about to say something that is, uh, I, I know if I was sitting in their shoes, they're going to say, oh my God, how am I going to do that? Right. And so, so I, I'm sorry in advance for saying this, but, but taking the time, and I know you don't have a lot of time, but taking the time, to at least some time to make sure that the structural dynamics on your team are set up at, to, deal, to deal with the challenges you're facing right now, right? They may change six months from now. So, and, and the structural dynamics just means 
Uh, do we have a sense for if there's three of us that are moving the, moving the ball, um, you know, we're kind of leading the organization, even in the startup phase, do we have a sense for what each other is uh, responsibilities and accountabilities are? Because what I see oftentimes in younger organizations that they have uh, great intentions, everyone's rolling up their sleeves, doing the right things, but we trip over each other unintentionally, right? And so just taking some time to step back and say, you got that, I got this, there, when we're overlapping, I'll take responsibility for this, right? And so that's just clarifying and, and spending a little bit of time on, on, on role clarity, right? Secondly, making sure that you do t take time out to meet well, to meet, to step back and, and meet um, on making sure we're keeping track of the strategic outcomes we're looking for, separate from the day-to-day -day, uh, blocking and tackling of getting, you know, one piece of a project done. So just stepping back and making sure we're taking a, a, a you know, spending some time to deal with the long and the short term, not just the short term. Um, and so that's a, a little bit, it's taking, so it's taking a step back and making sure that we're, we're, we're structured right at this point to, to, as a team to move our organization forward. And then six months later, as we're adding people and, and our challenges become different and broader, doing the same thing, sort of recalibrating. So that's on the structural side. And on the, on the relational side, it's just making sure as a leader that we are modeling the behaviors that were, um, that we, we, that makes sense for the team at, at a particular junction juncture, right? And so from our perspective, being open to other people's perspectives, being able to receive feedback well, um, are two fundamental characteristics of a good leader. And if you're not modeling those things, begin to model them because they're going to be important as you begin to grow your team. And, um, and you know, and define what is important. What are, what are you expect, how do you guys expect each other to behave with each other? You know, you don't have to write them up in a ball, a, 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 you know, put them up on a poster or anything like that. You just have to talk about them a little bit. And so, these are, these are things that, that fast-paced organizations oftentimes don't step back to take a look at, uh, the structural and relational dynamics of how the team is operating. And, um, and they, they, you know, they cause some chaos down the road because they haven't been defined. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I think that's, that's good advice. Um, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Jack McGinnis. Stay tuned for more of The Entrepreneur Effect when we return. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. 
Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. And my guest today is Jack McGinnis, who is the co-founder of Relationship Impact, which is a consulting firm focused on working with CEOs to unlock the potential of their leadership teams. Um, Jack, now, you know, before the the break, in the last two segments, we talked about, um, you know, how CEOs can build uh, winning teams, how a startup CEO might might be able to put uh, a really good team together from the ground up. Um, what, you know, if, if there are people listening uh, to the show right now who are startup CEOs, um, what, are, what are three things they can do to make sure that when, when they're interviewing that next key position, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to say, make sure there's a structural fit and make sure there's a, uh, there's a fit, but what, specifically boiling it down to action items sure what are the what are what are the trouble signs to look for what are the red flags um could you give us a little bit of a handle on what as a startup ceo what i should be looking at if i was going to go out and hire a cfo for example we've had a bookkeeper we've had an accountant never had a never had a cfo uh we're growing we need to have a cfo so this is going to be a major key hire so what, what things am I looking for? Is it just that he likes to drink the same kind of beer as I do, or what is it? Yeah, no, I, I would <laughs> I would say, yeah, that's down the list of about uh, 25 on the list. So, <laughs> okay. um, so you know, I, I'd say I'd say the number one thing is is uh, is get a sense for. Um, I see this all the time. A CFO that worked for a big. Uh, company that has great pedigree and now um, maybe in later stages of his or her life and wants to move to become the CFO of a startup. Um, 
those are two, they're two different animals and being able to roll up your sleeves versus having a staff of people that you're used to um, uh, directing um, are, are, are two different things. So, so making sure that there's the, the, the person you're hiring is, um, has the characteristics of a startup person, right? A startup, a startup leader. And that is rolling up your sleeves um, and, you know, doing, doing some of the work while you're helping to grow and lead others. Um, and I would say in, in any situation is it's, you know, do we have a set of, um, I, I hesitate to call them, you know, to call them norms or values or whatever that we believe that we operate from, right? And so there's a founder and a co-founder, and and so what other what are those what are those norms of behavior that they expect from each other that have been working to this point, right? And so just taking a step back and thinking about what what they might be, right, and then making sure that the person you're hiring has a good fit with those types of norms. So, so they could be um, the one I just mentioned that is willing to roll up his or her sleeves. Uh, number two is that they have an ability to listen and listen to other people's perspectives and not assume that they're right all the time, right? I think that's often what slows down organizations fighting over being right, right? And so, um, I think that's another one. I think the third one is the ability to to uh, to listen to constructive feedback or criticism, and hear it in a way that's um, progressing an issue or a challenge versus hearing it in a way where I'm got my back up and I'm being defensive. So, so those are those are just a few examples of of from our perspective from what we've seen that that would be helpful. But really, kind of defining what it is that's most important to you as an organization based on where you're at right now, and um, and making sure you're you're not just hiring to pedigree, because in hiring to pedigree in a startup can be a recipe for disaster. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Now, um, I'm sure a lot of our listeners um, would love to engage with you. Do you work with uh, clients on an individual basis? Do you uh, or do you only work with very large companies? No, no. We, we, we market to primarily uh, organizations that are anywhere from 10 to $150 million in, um, in sales. And, and often, you know, we'll often work based on our previous network. We work for larger Fortune uh, 100 to 500 companies as well. But our, we we really love working with growing organizations that are, you know, continuing to uh, have the meet the next hurdle in their in their uh, in their journey to become a um, a going concern. So, so yeah, we we uh, we work with. Um, with smaller companies. We don't typically work with startups um, that are, you know, that are have, don't really have defined teams um, in place. Um, but we sometimes do one-on-one -on -one coaching with a, uh, with a CEO um, that's, you know, that's got some challenges in building their team. 
Great. And how might somebody engage with you? Uh, so, so our our um, we have a uh, we spent spent a lot of put put a lot of time into developing our website and um, having we believe we have some good content on there that that um, folks and it's all around building a great team a great leadership team. So, so it's www.relationship-impact.com is uh, and you'll get on there and the first thing you'll see is. Uh, a free um, what's called a quiz that you, that leaders can can take a look at on to see how effective their leadership teams are. Wonderful. Well, uh, Jack, thank you so much for your time. This has been great. It's been really informative, and uh, yeah, I'd uh, I'd encourage our listeners to go check out relationship-impact.com, um, and that way you can engage with. Uh, uh, Jack's company and uh, see how that might be able to help you build a real winning team. And uh, for those of you that might have missed uh, what, what I had said earlier on, if you'd like to hear other topics or other, if you want us to interview some specific people, uh, if you can go to entrepreneureffectradio.com and put in uh, the name of somebody that you'd like to have interviewed or a topic that you'd like to hear about, we'd love to go and check that out. Thank you very much, Jack. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Dash. I appreciate your time. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat mother of three, and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.